What's up and welcome back to the Nerd Corner. I'm Nick. I'm Cameron. Hey, how's it going, bud? It's been a minute. <laughs> yep. How do you feel behind the microphone now that you've had a little time away? Uh, pretty good. Yeah, good. Awesome. Uh, so we've recently watched The Batman and Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah. Which one's your favorite of the two? Ooh, that's tough. <laughs> <laughs> Put you on the spot right away. Um... Oh, man, yeah, that is really tough. <laughs> well, they're totally different movies, so it's hard to compare one to the other. Uh, but, yeah, let's jump into the Batman. So we saw this a couple of weeks ago in theaters. Great experience, huh? Yeah. I had a lot of fun with you. Um, so Robert Patterson playing the Batman, and uh, I thought he was great. Yeah. Yeah. He was pretty good. Did you think about his suit? and Oh, how... his suit was pretty cool looking. Yeah. You liked it? Yeah. Uh, t- tell me about what you liked about, uh, you know, like his character and, um, I liked how it leaned more into the detective side instead of just his crime fighting aspect. Yeah. With his character, because he is the world's greatest detective and not the world's greatest crime fighter. Right. Even though the, the Riddler kind of gives him all the answers <laughs> yeah. and he doesn't find anything out of himself. <laughs> <laughs> he solves one riddle uh, and that's about it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I thought it was great. Uh, I thought Robert Pattinson nailed it. Um, the only thing is I think he needs to, I think they need to showcase a little bit more Bruce. Uh, he was kind of like, I guess the whole idea was for him to be dark and brooding and everything. But, you know, Bruce Wayne's a playboy he's, in the public eye. He's, or, you know, a philanthropist. Philanthropist. Uh, yeah. Um, makes a lot of money, gets all the girls and everything. And then he's. He's always out in public. Yeah. And he's people yeah uh and in this he only sees the public a couple times uh and then alfred played by andy circus was amazing um he wakes up it is like deathbed essentially <laughs> and the first thing he says to him is you lied to me <laughs> so yeah i think they need to steer away from that a little bit i think they gotta bring some humanity back to um the batman and robert patterson's character but he looked great in the suit I think he played the character amazingly. Um, yeah. Uh, any like highlight moments for you? Uh, I know it's been a couple of weeks since we've seen it, so it's kind of hard drawing back some of the memories. But I mean, my favorite part definitely was still going to be the Batman uh, Batmobile chase. Yeah, the Batmobile chase. So let's get into that. Uh, so he... I liked this moment because they showcase his car previously to it being displayed. So he's in his bat cave. You see, uh, I should, we probably should have said spoilers long before <laughs> this moment. Uh, but they show his, it in the bat cave, right? But it's under a tarp. And then there's a slow pan moment where it's like the camera's directly over a bunch of like headers and spark plugs and a bunch of engine parts. And the camera just slowly pans over it while I think there's voiceover. Um, so you kind of get the idea of like, oh, he's, he's building a Batmobile. We're going to see it soon. Uh, and then we get to see it against the penguin who Colin Farrell knocked out of the park, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. And so he, right. He's like in this dark alley and you just see the blue flame on the engine roar up. You hear the car and then he stalls it. Right. (laughs) I said that to you in the theater. I was like, did he just stall the Batmobile? (laughs) (laughs) 
which I thought was funny because, like, obviously it's super powerful and would would in reality be incredibly easy to stall. <laughs> um, and I think it also plays on him being young too, which I thought was pretty nice. Um, but yeah, tell me more about the chase and like what you liked about it. Was it just the explosions or the powerful car or what was it? Well, I like how he, uh So at first, I like how the penguin immediately notices it as it uh, comes up and he uh, tells someone to get in the car but pushes them out of the way <laughs> and then drives away and alone. Yeah. Um, yeah, so many explosions. They use their the environment pretty well, too. Uh, what do you mean? Uh, the rain and the... And yeah, that and they kind of uh, use the cars a little bit because yeah. they kind of destroyed a little bit of the big trucks and used them as ramps. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, they're on the highway and he yeah. jumps through the flames. And the, yeah, sweet moment. Uh, yeah, you know, I had listened to uh, another podcast where they had talked about the Batman. Um, I think it was uh, Kevin Smith's uh, podcast. Um, <laughs> and they talked about how it's like insanely difficult to film rain uh, in a movie. And they filmed a crap ton of rain in this yeah, movie. Uh, and so, so, yeah, I guess like after hearing that, I appreciated it a little bit more. But, yeah, I definitely loved it in the car chase because you see them like slide because there's rain on the road and everything. And it, I don't know. It just makes more sense in that environment. And you're right. Like the, the use of the environment in that, those uh, scenes were great. Uh, I think they like crash into each other one time because the road is just slippery. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I love that moment. And, yeah, the penguin thinks he gets away with it. He crashes a couple trucks. But Batman uh, full throttle through the flames, <laughs> jumps over the blown up trucks and lands. Uh, and the penguin is like upside down in his car. And I love this moment. I love this moment because he lands on the other side of the flames, right? And he gets out of his car. The penguin's staring at him upside down. And we get this beautiful moment of Batman's cape flowing in the wind with the big flames behind him. And he like marches towards Penguin. And then you see, the peng from the penguin's view, you see Batman's boots like right up close to him. And then they ruined it <laughs> by allowing him to then bend down. And peer at the penguin. <laughs> I was just like, all right, you could have just cut it at his boots and made it more sinister and like, you know, a little bit more dark. But it is what it is, I guess. Um, ooh, I want to rewind a little bit. There's the moment, like, I think it's like the first act of the movie uh, where they're on, like, a bunch of people are on the train. Do you remember what moment I'm talking about? They have their pa uh, faces painted. Oh, yeah, yeah. Were those Joker minions? That's what in my head I was like, oh, those are Joker minions. They look like it too. Uh, I don't think they are, but it was kind of like setting up that Joker is does exist in Gotham, and yeah, because uh, at the end of the movie, we all was it the post credit scene? Uh, no, it was. It was just the last scene of the movie. Uh, one of the last scenes. Okay, uh, we get a glimpse of the Joker through. Uh, a window we get his, like his his shadow right his yep. silhouette uh but it's obviously the joker um so he's obviously been caught and put into the asylum already and we also get a bit of information saying that the batman has been the batman for what two years i think you said yep two yep. years yeah uh gordon says it to him yep yeah 
Or, yeah, he says that they've been working together for two years and he hasn't seen his face once. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So, we get the idea that Batman has already faced off against the Joker. So, in my head, it, you know, the, these are Joker minions. Or at least want to be Joker Yeah, want to be yeah. Joker minions. So, that's pretty cool. Um, I like that idea that we're not getting the origin story. That the Batman has already been in play. And they're kind of moving on from there. Uh, what did you think about Catwoman? Uh, Zoe Kravitz? She was all right. I, I didn't really care for her. No? No. <laughs> Why? Just because? I didn't really like her suit at oh, all. Yeah. Uh, she also was, I don't know. It Her character was kind of boring in my opinion. Yeah, I guess it wasn't necessary, right? Yeah. Yeah, we could have just got more Batman doing Batman stuff. Um, but I guess I, I like it. I always liked the Catwoman. Uh, I thought she was always a great character. But yeah, the origin story of her was a little weird. Her vengeful arc uh, I could have done without, I guess. If she was yeah. more of just a, like a companion to help solve this issue rather than having her own motives, uh, maybe it would have been better. But I thought Zoe Kravitz knocked the role out. Like I thought she was she a good did actor. Re- she did good. It's just yeah. I feel like they could have done better with the Catwoman character. Yeah. And yeah, the suit was fine, I guess. Um but it, it was more, it wasn't superhero suit where like Batman has his superhero suit already. It was just, uh, you know, her putting a mask on and some jacket. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't her leather, uh, yeah. spandex and yeah. So yeah, I get that. Uh, let's talk about, Ooh, actually <laughs> before we get to that, <laughs> Batman loses, right? Yeah. Everything that the Riddler set out to do. Was he accomplished. Accomplished. And the Batman was behind the entire time. Even after the Riddler gives himself up, goes to Arkham, the Batman then has to go visit him where the Riddler tells him, oh, you didn't get that clue? And then says, maybe you're not as good as you right. as I thought you were. Yeah, he's like, you're not as smart as I thought you were, right? Yeah. yeah. And then the Batman has to like go back into Gotham where... All hell breaks loose, and yeah, he loses. wall just falls all over the city. Yeah, and uh, there's a ploy to kill the mayor. She gets shot. She, she doesn't die. Shot. She doesn't die, but she gets shot. So everything that the Riddler set out to do was 100% accomplished with the Batman chasing his tail the whole time. Uh, so that was a little odd to me. He wasn't really a hero at all throughout <laughs> this movie. And like you said just a moment ago that like, He's supposed to be the world's greatest detective, but he couldn't solve anything. <laughs> it was a little strange to me. Uh, so I think for the next movie, they definitely need to do something. Some growth has to take place. Maybe they even skip a few years um, before getting to it. Maybe like a little year after Gotham has been rebuilt. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they just skip to like Gotham has been rebuilt. This is the new. Yeah, because there's like. TV show is going to be taking place with Gotham, I think. Right. right? Yeah. With uh, Penguin. Yeah, I know one of them got canceled already, but yeah, they had like a line above three different yep. series. Um, the Gotham PD was one of them. I think that's the one that got canceled. Which would would have taken place with uh, Batman Year One. Oh yeah. Would have. Which isn't a thing yet. Nope. Year Two is what this one was based off, yep. right? Yeah. So that would have been interesting. And then there's an Arkham one. Yeah. yeah, Arkham Asylum, yeah. right? Yeah. Which, if that one isn't canceled, I'd be super excited for because it'll be leaning more towards the villains instead of 
heroes. Yeah. And I hope they give us something more than Harley Quinn. <laughs> you know? I've seen enough Harley Quinn. Uh, Maybe like Killer Croc or yeah. some other villains. Yeah. Uh, Arkham. Yeah. Um, so finally here on the, on the Batman, we'll get to the uh, Spider-Man after this. Uh, we saw a deleted scene. This, this deleted scene was obviously takes part place during uh, Bat- uh, Batman at Arkham. Yeah. Yeah. So, but like this is before the joke, uh, the Riddler has been caught. Yep. At, from my understanding. And he meets with the Joker. Mm-hmm. Tell us more about this. Uh, so it does, uh, Batman kind of walks into Arkham with a bunch of newspapers and uh, shows it to Joker. Joker kind of laughs it off and (laughs) does his Joker thing and says, uh, that he's pretty cool. Yeah. He likes the Riddler essentially. (laughs) And he says like, yeah, I know who this is already. Um, there's a couple other like yeah, he says he knows who it is and then he says it's like some copycat of you. Yeah. Like a wannabe of you. Right. And the Riddler hints at that at the end of the movie too. Like he's like, Yeah, we've been doing this together and the Batman's like, What are you talking about? We haven't done this together. You're like, I've been chasing you. <laughs> <laughs> um But yeah, t- the the Joker looked great in my opinion. Scary. Mm-mm. Like it's a sadistic like obviously Obviously, this Batman series, if it, if it is a trilogy, um, which we all expect it to be, is leaning into like the dark side of everything, right? Um, and this Joker, in my opinion, is dark because he has like skin boils. He's clearly been like fried at one point. Yeah, dropped into the acid tank. Yeah, when he was Red Hood. Yeah, yeah, and it looks good in my opinion. Mm. And the the guy who does the Joker. Played in the Eternals, yeah, a Marvel movie. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. liked him in that too. Um, I think he's gonna be good. Mm. We don't re- really get a clear image of him until it, like near the end, but yeah. we don't. Re- we only see a top half and then a, his mouth. Yeah, because he's like looking through the uh, window at this asylum, um, and everything's out of focus. So we don't really get a good image of him. We get his voice clear. Um, and then we get a close up on his mouth, and it's disgusting. <laughs> we get, like you said, top down, so you can see where his hair has been like fried off. And yeah, I'm excited for that, dude. Mm-hmm. I wish I, <laughs> at that, like we said, the last scene we get the silhouette of the Joker. I wish this scene would have been in the movie, just. Mm-hmm. But I think the reason why it's not right is because they didn't want to take away from the Riddler. Yeah, and like, oh, everybody just wants to see the Joker. Yeah. Um, but man, that was a great deleted scene. Absolutely great. And I know, like, once we left the movie, you're like, oh, or, like, before we went into the movies, you're like, I hope they don't add the Joker or anything. Right, yeah, because I was like, if they add more characters, like, more supervillains, they're going to take away from the Riddler, which happens a lot in movies where they'll be like, here's the main big bad guy, but here's another big bad guy. And you're like, well, I, I just want to see that one now. That, one, that one's my favorite. We all love the Joker. We don't want to see the Riddler. <laughs> and like, but where they give the Riddler his just due, um, I think it was I think it was great. Great movie. Absolutely mm. great. We both left there like, that was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's move on to the Spider-Man, bud. Um, what'd you think? Uh, it was really good. Besides it having like barely any story, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's kind of a simple story. He fucks up the universe and tries to 
like regain um, some uh, belief in himself really yep. is kind of what the whole thing is about. Make sure uh, at first he just didn't want people to know he was Spider-Man and then he kind of just lets his people or lets Doctor Strange wipe everybody's memory of him being Spider-Man. Yeah. So yeah, that's like the whole premise, right? Is he kind of screws up the spell and then has to make up for it. Uh, all in all, I thought it was a great movie. But like you said, it doesn't have much story. Uh, to me, it felt like the producers of this movie were just like, everybody wants to see the other Spider-Man be like included in this universe. And by doing that, we also have to bring back the old villains um, that everybody loved in those movies. So like uh, Andrew Garfield's and Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man we're referring to. Um, which was awesome. I loved it. Absolutely was there for it, but it felt forced almost. It was almost like fans have been asking for this for so long. Let's give it to them. And this is how we're going to give it to them. Uh, but it was nice. It was great. Seeing the three Spider-Men together was a lot of fun. Yeah. They enjoyed it clearly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. It was all right. To, it was a great movie. Great movie. I'm not taking anything away from it, but yeah, it felt a little forced. Uh, wasn't very story driven as much as like fanfare driven. Yep. Yeah. Any uh, critiques or um, anything that you loved about it? Um, I mean, I felt like the movie near the end kind of dragged on for a little bit too long. Uh, like uh, at uh, like at the end, it kind of dragged on after everybody left, and then Doctor Strange does a spell. Oh, okay. And then where he's saying his goodbyes, basically, yep. yeah. And then they show his suit, and then they kind of like cut back to his coffee, and then yeah. I don't know. Yeah, there's some there's some like artistic uh videography there that I guess we could have probably done without at the end. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the, uh, there's some good, there, there's a lot of good about this movie, right? Like yep. seeing Jamie Foxx back, uh, seeing was it Flint, the Sandman. Yep. Yeah. Flint Marco. Yeah. Seeing him back, Doc Ock back. Um, there's the lizard uh, guy, the lizard, his name. Is just yeah. The, just the Dr. lizard Connors. Yeah. Whatever. Seeing them again was great. The fact that they brought back the actors was amazing. Doc Ock was one of my favorite characters and the guy who plays him is tremendous. Um, and then of course, green goblin who steals the show for me just because I'm a huge William Dafoe fan. I don't know how you can't be. The dude is an amazing actor. And in this movie, more specifically than like, other movies in recent history of his and mine, like in my opinion, because uh, he plays an Aquaman as like Aquaman's trainer. Yeah, uh, uh, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> right? Forgetful part. Yeah, it is forgetful, exactly. And in this role as the Green Goblin, he showcases why he's one of the best actors in the world, in my opinion. There's these micro moments, and I'm just getting like gushy here, nerdy, uh, but there's these like micro moments where he's between the Green Goblin and uh, what's it, the character? Uh, Norman Osborn. Norman Osborn. There's these like micro expressions of his face where in milliseconds he'll go from being the Green Goblin, like you can see it right on the screen, where he goes from being the Green Goblin back to Osborn. I don't know, just the control over his facial expressions. And like, I couldn't do it. My brain wouldn't be able to process quick enough to like switch 
characters in my head if I was acting, you know? And oh, it's just, it's great to see. So, uh, go, like what you're saying, uh, there's also like a scene where, uh, that I like because uh, once the Doc Ock's like saying like, oh, you're going to be back to just Norman. Uh, once he responds, he's responding as Green Goblin right. in that. And you like, don't know. Right. But yeah. it's like, just so he's still sudden. playing Osborn, yep. but he's responding as the Green Goblin. Yeah. 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 So, so cool. It's so great, right? Yeah. He's, uh, yeah, just a tremendous actor. Um, even at the end where he gets cured, he's like freaking out, right? He's like trying to convince uh, Tom Holland's Spider-Man to kill him, basically, yeah. and become evil. Uh, and then he gets the injection that cures him. And he goes from being a manic psychopath to being like so empathetic and sorry and just a flash of it, like two seconds on the screen. And it's just like, I don't know. To me, I just love that. That's an ability beyond anything else I can uh, like. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Also, uh, I heard that in an interview or something, he tried doing as much of his own stunts as he could. Yeah, and he's got to be 60 or so. I mean, yeah, he's old. Yeah, he's pretty old. He's been acting forever. So the fact that he's still doing Green Goblin stunts, <laughs> it's pretty nuts. Um, yeah, super happy to see him back. Uh, and yeah, he's. Yeah, uh, Doc Ock was great too. That's the original actor. Um, I heard in an interview that Tom Holland was like on set, the, the guy who played Doc, I don't know the actor's name for him. I forget his name, but I had it in my head earlier. I I guess he was just like, uh, being basically a jokester the whole time on set. It was like, (laughs) cause they have him attached to like the boom so they can like drag him up and down through the sky and stuff. Like he's supposed to be on his, his, uh, tentacles. Yeah. So they. And yeah, I guess he was just like making a joke the whole time, like on set <laughs> and like just, yeah. So just being a normal little kid. Yeah, exactly. Just enjoying the moment and like being back as Doc Ock. So I thought that was pretty cool that the fact that all the actors involved with this movie, I've praised it and had fun with it. I thought that was great for Marvel. Um, last thing, uh, Doctor Strange 2 is coming pretty soon. Hopefully. Dude, this movie looks insane. We got some we got some Doctor Strange magic in this movie, obviously, because he's after Peter Parker. Uh, so we get to see his mirror universe um, and get to watch him basically control the multiverse from tearing apart. Uh, which brings me to the question. So the second, the upcoming movie, if you haven't seen the trailers yet, go see it. Um, is obviously him dealing with the multiverse. But at the end of this movie, he saves the multiverse from, like, crashing into Earth, right? Yep. So. Kind of. He just saves, like, the part of Peter's multiverse. Okay. Okay. Like, a bunch of Peter Parkers and or Spider-Man, basically. Okay. So, do you think the Loki timeline interferes with, like, Earth now? Like, is that what's going to happen? Maybe. I mean, that would be cool. Yeah. Because obviously he's traveling in the multiverse. Yep. Yeah. I can't wait. This movie <laughs> looks awesome to me. I loved the first Doctor Strange. I loved the uh, WandaVision because it deals with that magic and like uh, darkness almost that is involved with it. The witchcraft almost. And it reminds me of because uh, at the finale, I think it was uh, Agatha, which is another series coming to Disney Plus. Oh, nice. I didn't know that. Uh, she says that 
Scarlet Witch's powers is beyond the Sorcerer Supreme's own powers, which Wong is the Sorcerer <laughs> Supreme now. Technically. Yeah. <laughs> which makes Doctor Strange fall even lower. Yeah. Need, By rank, not yeah. necessarily magic. But <laughs> making him, like, need more help. Yeah. So, yeah, that's going to be interesting. I'm very excited for that. I know that comes out this summer, so we'll definitely review that when it comes out. Um, and next, the next series to come out is Moon Knight, right? Yep. That comes out before Obi-Wan, right? Uh, yeah. So we'll, Obi-Wan comes out in May, and I think this comes out, like... April, at, right? Or even this week. Com- yeah, I think so, like, near the end. Of- yeah. This week, yeah. Yeah, I think it comes out this week. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll be uh, reviewing the six episodes, which is too short, in my opinion, of Moon Knight. Um, so look forward to that. Look forward to Obi-Wan, She-Hulk, Miss Marvel. We'll be reviewing all of them, guys. Thank you so much for stopping by. I'm Cameron. I'm Nick. <laughs>